Okay, kids, let's go. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Roast Watching Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This is where time and space don't exist, just the ramblings of two degenerate imbeciles. I'm Mopar. I'm Commander. I like the new intro. Thank you. It's more accurate. I wanted to get the word imbeciles in there. It's one of my new favorite <laughs> words that I like to try to meander into all the senses. Are you an imbecile man or an imbecile man? I'm an, I'm an imbecile. Doesn't Cruella DeVille say imbeciles? You imbecile! That's, yeah. I think, the first time I heard it. I was yeah, like imbecile. three years old. I was like, Mom, what's an imbecile? She's like, well, I don't know. Look at, ask your father. He definitely knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good day, Galaxy. Of course, we've got ton of, ton, a, ton, a ton to talk about. That's why I'm stuttering on it, because there's so much shit to come out of my mouth here. So um, much. And can we can we say that we are the predictors of the future of the galaxy? I'm telling you, someone needs to send a check, because they're already using our I know. ideas. I keep asking Disney to hire us. Little do I know, they already did. They just haven't told us yet. Literally, just- it's like three months before it happens, I'm like... What if they put Thrawn and Mando? Da, 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 and then it's just <laughs> fucking there. And then, oh, what if they do this? Ba, ba, da, da, next day. They have some intern at uh, Lucasfilm over there that their only job is to watch Rogue Squadron and pull out uh, theories and, and plot suggestions and new yeah. show ideas. Kerner's so. a true globe. He's a Disney globalist. Every time he listens to us, he's like, <laughs> I'm writing that, that one down. I got to send it into. <laughs> That's not the sound of writing, but (laughs) I made it happen. Um, Yeah, Yeah, so so. if you guys are new uh, to the show, we're just going to ramble. We always ramble, Um, but to give you uh, a little added extra for those regulars, we are recording fanboy commentaries for uh, Mando episodes. So we're only three in, but uh, stay tuned if you want to follow along with us uh, during that, too. You already know, man. One of our favorite things... And I'm excited that we're doing it for a show for the first time ever. Oh, yeah. So normally we dive right in the Mandalorian on these episodes, at least when Mandalorian is, is coming out. But uh, Thursday night, mere hours before the new episode dropped, uh, we had the Disney investor call where we got slaughtered with dozens and dozens and dozens of new announcements from Lucasfilm and Marvel and I'm sure some of their other properties. But those are the two that I was most hyped about. Uh, yeah, I didn't know anything about this. Uh, I know it happens every every year, but I didn't know it was coming up. So I was literally surprised. All of a sudden, our WhatsApp just started blowing up. We were like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, I caught it halfway through, and uh, just the the couple announcements that I caught, I was like, oh, "I can't believe they're doing that." And then twelve more along the way hit us in the face. So no, it's a, definitely a good time, you know. <laughs> It immediately made me think of Bob uh, Igor. Iger? Iger? Iger, yeah. Iger? Yeah. Because he said uh, right before he was, uh, he stepped down, he said less is more. (laughs) (laughs) Did he really? 
Yeah, that was one of the quotes because that's when everything kind of went. Where, that's where the period that we're in now, where it's like nothing's really was. You know, things were talked about, but nothing was. You know, maybe that's why I stepped down. He said, uh, maybe, we're gonna maybe take that's step- why he stepped down. Exactly. If someone said less is more, and Kathleen's like, get the fuck out. Get the. F-. He said what? Done. <laughs> you are not yeah. needed here. Um, but yeah, we were so- we were just talking, man. How we. They could do a Marvel thing where the, everything's intertwined. And if they do it right, it would be okay. Well, and for whatever reason, is, Bob Iger was like, it didn't feel like the right move for Star Wars. And uh, maybe it was because they dove in head first with all of that interconnectedness. But I guess we always felt like that's kind of why we wanted Star Wars to be revived. You yeah. got the open door to do everything. Well, I mean, it's kind of silly to say it out loud that everything's going to be intertwined because... If you're going to be a part of Star Wars, it's intertwined. One way or another, it's impossible to not be. You're on one timeline. But intentionally. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, a a couple of the things we knew were coming. Uh, We'll just jump right into it. Like uh, the Bad Batch, we knew that was on the docket. That'll be uh, released next year. They did release the scissor reel or the sizzle reel for that. The scissor reel. (laughs) Uh, did you watch that? I did. Yeah, I, I tried to watch as much as I could. Um, yeah, yeah. There's I think a lot I, to I'm pretty sure I caught everything, and I have a list here too. It's that lest we forget, since there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven things talked about. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, we'll just start with the Bad Batch, since that's the first thing I fucking brought up. Uh, it is supposed to re. So there's two things that are going to be. No, I'm sorry. Three things that are going to be released next year. We've got Bad Batch. Uh, and oh, I'm sorry. You are mistaken. It's Obi Wan, right? No, it's just Bad Batch, Mando season three, and High Republic. Interesting. I swear, I I listened to like uh, Alex from Star Wars Explained, and he said there's three things on the docket for next year. But oh. when I as I'm looking at these titles, they're not. Um, so Bad Batch, um, and Mando season three, which it could be, be honest, one of the. I, I still want more. <laughs> well. We're getting there. 22 is going to be huge. And then 23, obviously, we're going to be back in like Revenge of the Sith style era with the amount of content that we're going to have. Yeah, especially like um, obviously they have all this shit, which is going to be on screen. But the High Republic stuff's really going to take off. And, you know, the Acolyte's going to be a little dipping its toe into the the High Republic stuff. So that's really, really glad they're doing that. Yeah. So let's do here's the full list and then we'll dive into them one at a time. So movies, we have Rogue Squadron and we have... Untitled from Taika Waititi, which I'm very excited about. And then shows, we have a droid story, Dumb. Lando, Acolyte, mm-hmm. which is High Republic era, uh, Kenobi, which is officially titled Obi-Wan Kenobi, Rangers of the New Republic, Andor, which is the name for the casting Andor show, Visions, which is an anime, Ahsoka, The Bad Batch, and then obviously Mandalorian's continuing on. So that's And, like, and Willow, right? And they also, I think they tease Willow and uh, Indiana Jones 5. Yeah, and so, yeah, something else. But Star Wars wise, that's what we're working with. So that's a that's a fuck ton. That's ridiculous. That's like three, four years worth of con- content, and they were just like, "Oh, by the way, here's twelve things in case you forgot." Well, I guess the most glaring thing, if I'm already gonna start bitching, is that oh my, is that there is only one movie, and I know the, I know the Taika thing is like on the docket, but it doesn't even have a title, so I'm not even gonna give that credit right now. But now it's like not a screenjunkie.com article. It's like confirmed at least. Sure. 
Sure. And you know, I did see, of course, people are going to shit on everything already, but uh, I did see like, uh, hey, is is the Ryan Johnson stuff off the table now? You, you did all this shit and released and all these titles right. and they didn't say a fucking thing. So I have a feeling they are scrapping that. Um, oh, I don't know about that. Uh, or pushing it. Obviously, well, we're, we're, this is going through what, 2025? So the first movie in this series in, or in this announcement is Rogue Squadron. By the way, Rogue Squadron, what? What's that? They're making a movie about us. Yeah, Mopar. <laughs> With us, starring us. Star, we're, we're in it. So that's the first movie, and that's December. I hope December. they pay us royalties for using our name. I know. They really stole this name from this Columbus podcast. I seriously am going to have a strongly worded letter. <laughs> Written to, to who? Bob or Kathleen? I'm just... To everybody uh, with Rogue Squadron is December of 23. I'm going to be honest. So that's the first movie. So that, I, I'm more hyped about that than the rest of it. And that's saying something. <laughs> because, no, I mean, I'm not going to shit on the rest of it. Because Can you be uh, equally hyped about a number of things? Oh, absolutely. But I'm, if I had to put all my money onto one thing, it would be Rogue Squadron, the movie. I, I'm so fucking hyped for... I've said it. I want to... F- uh, uh, a non-Jedi. Well, non-Jedi, of Action course. Action movie. Sure, sure. But a dog fight. I want oh, yeah. some serious dog, like the, the Poe stuff in episode eight is some of the and seven is some of the coolest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Do that with a bunch of them and have two sides and let's fucking get at it. I, th- I think that's perfect. And uh, yeah. from my understanding, the director, my, her name's slipping my mind because I'm an idiot. Um, her father was a, uh, a pilot. So she's like been up. around that stuff. I have it pulled up. Patty Jenkins. Did you see? Did you watch that little snippet of her? That little featurette, yeah. That was nice. It's it like was very she, cool. She's always wanted to do like a piloting fucking crazy battle movie, and she just had never came across something that she thought fit, and then she's like, fuck, here's two things in once. Yep. Once. That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> she's, uh, I think, and she's the director of uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, both Wonder Woman movies, yeah. So, obviously, we're huge fans of that. Uh, but Which yeah, got I better. Mean, which got better. Yeah. I loved Wonder Woman. And then, like, I hadn't seen it's it great. for a year, and I watched it again. I was like, this is better than I remember. This is yeah. so good. And the new one comes out Christmas Day, I think, digitally. So I'm excited for that. Nice. But yeah, I mean, just we're going to get Top Gun with a bunch of X-Wings. How fucking cool is that? Fucking perfect. I'm curious about the timeline. I think they said something about, I think they said New Republic, or they said the future era or something. So we're people are curious if it's going to be set after episode nine. Or if it's like Rogue Squadron no, no, is a no, no. fighter pilot group of the New Republic. Yeah, it's got to be. I'd imagine it's close, close tied to like episode six. I don't know. If man. not, it could possibly be before. I mean, we're talking about bigs and a lot of names that are are dropped in the original trilogy that we don't really because it's supposed to be loosely related to the Rogue Squadron books. They well, said it's going to be brand new, but it's going to be paying homage to that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I know that's it's paying homage to that, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be the same timeline and the same people. Because, I mean, Luke was part of Rogue Squadron. He's not going to be in this shit. Why not? Because So they could just be repurposing the name for a new type of, you know, squadron fighting for the New Republic. Yeah, I, I mentally, I, I just immediately thought original trilogy timeline, like right there. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I hope not. I'm, I'm excited because it's a full fucking movie. We haven't had anything solid to lean against since right. episode nine. So we, we have that on the docket. So. And let's be honest, movies are always like the, they're always like the pinnacle. Like everything kind of like builds up to serve 
whatever the new movie releases. So yeah, it'll be good to have him back. So if this is 23, also, and the sorry, Taika Waititi is 25, I yeah. assume that there's a a trilogy that's going to be nestled in between those, 24, 26, 28. I'm assuming that's the Ryan Johnson one, but we're still four years off, so they haven't announced it yet. That's, I'm, that's what I'm assuming. Maybe. Yeah, but what uh, do I, know? I was going to say the uh, Rogue Squadron logo is fucking badass. I love it. Yeah, we designed that and sent it to them. I suggested most of it <laughs> in my letter. Oh, man. So, um, yeah, so that, that's what's going on. I'm, and I'm a fan of, of Taika Waititi, so I'm looking forward to that, even though there's really no news about it. Yeah, so those are two movies. Uh, the big other big one, well, there's a lot of big ones here. Continuing on with the big ones, uh, Ahsoka. Uh, and I, from my understanding, this is going to be like a one-season thing. It's going to be like a, I forget what kind of series they call that. Um, Limited run. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but f- I'm pretty fucking sure I saw that it was uh, scheduled for 12 episodes. So it's not even going to be like a, a quick 8 or 10. At least we'll get 12 full episodes and they'll play it out. Um, no, I'm excited. I'm mm-hmm. I'm really excited. She's she's a, a pinnacle and we, we can continue to sing her praises. Um, yeah, so any thoughts on, on Ahsoka? Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Did you hear about the what how the logo is and what it refers to? It does. It refers to the world between worlds, which is where all the uh, crazy time travel teleportation stuff was happening in Rebels, uh, which I forget most of. But yeah. I believe Ezra and Thrawn uh, like escape into a portal at the end, very very end of the series. Okay, so that's why we don't know exactly what happens to either of them. So with Filoni involved, they mentioned Ahsoka's back in the Mandalorian. They mentioned Thrawn. It seems to reason that she's looking for Thrawn, and if she finds Thrawn, she finds Ezra, or vice versa, or mm. Ezra's the one that's going to answer their call for Baby Yoda in the finale next week, and then they go off into the Ahsoka series, which is set in the same timeline, it says here, and also uh, produced by Filoni and Favreau. Yeah, I'm, I assume they're going to ha- have a fucking stranglehold on Ahsoka. That's their... Yeah, their baby. So, and and right after that, we have the Rangers of the New Republic. So this and Ahsoka and the Mandalorian are all taking place in the same time by the same group of creators. Yeah, that that could be really fun bouncing around between. It's going to be the same timeline, just that you know different different settings. So that yeah. could be really fun, and obviously, um, they could play directly off of it, and you know they could continue on. Hey, I met this fucking baby child. Devil green frog. We need to reach out and get some get some happening. So. <clears throat> well, Baby Yoda could get his own show next. That's what I'm waiting for. Investor True. call 2021. Grogu. The Adventures of Grogu. The Adventures of Grogu. <laughs> Grogu at night. Grogu at night. What? I don't know. It's just him sleeping. The. Uh... <laughs> What's that movie with Waking up, Jim training, Carrey? sleeping again. Truman Show. I just imagine like a Grogu Truman Show where he doesn't know he's inside of a show, but so he's just working at like a fish. Right now. He's working at a fish market, stealing fish <laughs> eggs that he shouldn't be, but everybody sees it. Grogu's How, a he's bad. not working there. He's he's stealing the eggs to eat them. He's not selling them. He's a bad apple. <clears throat> Space he sucks. Apple. He sucks. Continue on. Well, some sort of interconnect. So the interconnectedness that I want in a Game of Thrones type of show, I don't think can happen. But what they can do 
is use the Mando, introduce characters, and then branch off and give them their own show here, here, here. So we could have like, you know, four or five shows at one point that are all kind of interweb with one another, which I think would be cool. Let me ask you something then. So if, if that's true, because it well, would be nice. You it's know, a hunch. We, sure, sure. But, you know, obviously Ahsoka is going to be hard tied into it one way or the other. Rangers of the Republic, yeah. of the New Republic, is going to be right there. Yep. Um, what I don't see up here is uh, Boba Fett. So that leads me to believe one of two things. Boba Fett's going to die in Mando, rightfully doing something badass instead of falling down a fucking hole, which okay. would be pretty cool. I, I'm actually down for that. Or he could fall down a hole. It's like poetry, you know. What? <laughs> just, oh just like my what God. if they did him dirty? It's just like they did Phasma. They're like, ah, eh, you're just gonna die again. Traitor! I can't believe you even suggested that. I'm just joking. Obviously, that's not gonna happen. So go ahead with your with your suggestion or your, or your theory. Number or whatever. two. Oh, um, he's just go- going to play out in Mando. Uh, well, I mean, that's kind of obvious, but I'm saying like his storyline will play out. They, they're going to end his storyline. They're going to take back Mandalore or something crazy, and he's going to be on the goddamn high council or whatever the fuck they want to call it. That's what I'm um, thinking. So I, I think that could be uh, the number two. Um, but that, that's what I'm saying. Obviously, Ahsoka's on there. You know, everybody that we've ever seen. It has a fucking series on here, except for yeah. Boba, which was Boba Fett was Boba Fett was a big question mark for I don't know thirty years. <laughs> yeah, thirty I, that's not a joke. <laughs> four, yeah, thirty-seven years. Thirty-seven years. He's been. It's just been a big question mark, and no one's known. So we get him in Mandalor or Mandalorian, and uh, I I'm excited. So um, I love Boba Fett. My prediction is uh, along the lines of what. You were saying, I think, obviously, they have to rescue Grogu. That's going to be the wrap-up for season two. But I think Din is going to hook back up with Bo-Katan and all those people. Boba's coming along. They're going to find the convent and the armorer. I said convent again. The covert and the armorer. And they're going to get all the Mandalorians. And they're going to, over the course of season three, they're going to retake Mandalore. And they're going to, you know, reunite everybody. That's my guess. That's what's going to happen. And Boba's either going to die helping them or he's going to, you know, basically make a name for the Fett family and, I don't know, maybe find a way to clone his damn self and continue on the family legacy. Because he's very yeah. intent on that, as we saw in the last chapter. Yeah, he uh, his name is important to him, his his uh, history and all that. So um, that's really the only thing he can cling on, cling on to. Yes. Cling on. Whoa, we've breached into different territory. Where am I? <laughs> Rangers of the New Republic. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I just don't know enough about it, so I'm not, like, overly hyped. I just, you know, I don't know what to expect. It's it's my own fault. Um, well, obviously, with Cara Dune being a marshal of the New Republic, I think she's going to have a role to play. Yeah, and I, there was some suggestions from uh, Star Wars Explained that the uh, the bearded, the white bearded guy that talks to uh, yeah. grief. Arga, the cop, basically. Um yeah, policeman. might be a part of it, which would be, you know, that's fine. Um, <clears throat> well, here's what has me intrigued. It says, it will intersect with future stories and culminate into a climactic story event. Oh, okay. So what does that mean? It's a story. It means it has a, the season has a climax. <laughs> it it right. may have a beginning, that's good. middle, and end. Each season has a climax, and the show itself has a climax. Officially, Double climax. there will be characters in this show. <laughs> 
This show will have stories. <laughs> so, um, again, it's uh, it's cool. Uh, we have I just no don't idea. know enough yeah. about it. So, um, I hear you. I hear you. Just to jump back on the Bad Batch, sure. that that sizzle reel, it nearly gave me goosebumps. And I don't, I don't a give lot a better, shit. A lot better than I expected. Yeah, I don't like give a shit about the Bad Batch, but the setting... Yes. Is perfect. Yep. And when I heard Palpy, yep. I was like, oh, there's some shit's going down in this one. Like, I don't care if it's animated yeah. or about some characters I don't care, I don't care about. And it's they're put in a predicament, which is cool. Yeah. Order 66 happens, and obviously the bad batch aren't chipped. Or or, or I forget what the story is behind them. They're, they're not direct clones. They're, they're uh, experimental. Experimental. So they don't have, you know, it might be post post uh a chip. Possibly. Um, so, you know, <laughs> shit hits the fan with Order 66, and it post looks like it's chip. it's post-chip. Um, <laughs> they didn't get their recent update, so... Yeah. We'll see, man. I was not necessarily excited about that, but I uh, obviously love the clones, and I think this might be uh, an opportunity to let us figure out what happens to the clones after the Republic falls, because we don't really know. Order 66, they get chipped, they kill all the Jedi, and then... They don't. We don't really know what happens to them. So, is Commander Cody going to be involved? Very hyped for that. How do they transition into stormtrooper life? Do they all agree with the Empire? Do some of them defect? That brings in old storylines from uh, Republic Commando, which I would be interested if they could incorporate a little bit. So, I'm more excited than I thought I would be. Absolutely. That's that's where I wanted to get to. And the animation style actually looks really good. They've done like to go back and look like even like season four of the Clone Wars. And then go to Rebels, and then go to the last season of the Clone Wars, and then go to the Bad Batch. Like the animation is getting savage. Yeah, the only one out there <clears throat> that I would complain about is that Resistance show. That was just kind of a well. Goofy. That's a totally different style on purpose. Sure, and uh, that's I. That's why I was throwing it out there. I just when I saw that, I was like, oh, it's unique. It's just not my my cup of tea. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Animation style wise. Um, so Bad Batch, Ahsoka, we got Rangers. Yep. Visions is super interesting. Yes, sir. Um, so it's going to be an anime, like mini series of movies. Uh, yeah, animated short films. Animated short films, and uh, if I saw correctly, ten short films. Yep. Um, we've always saw this is like an a- one of them animated. <laughs> <laughs> this is them animes. Animes. Uh, no, but I think we've all seen that badass, like, TIE Fighter taken off dogfight anime that's on YouTube that someone created. You know what I'm talking about? That anime style Star Wars? Yeah, it looks like Gundam style. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I, we've always said, why don't they just do this? Well, fuckers, they are doing it. So, <laughs> um, and it, I didn't hear anything about timeline for this. I hope they jump all the fuck around. I hope, I hope these short films aren't even connected. They're just like... One-off crazy battles, like it could be like a goddamn battle of Jakku. Mm-hmm. It could be way back High Republic. Like it'd be fun to jump around. Uh, I think that is the plan. Yeah, I think they're not going to be intertwined at all, and they can just be because they're animated. They have a little more flexibility. They can just be totally separate. So sure, it'd be fun. Oh sure. Excited. Uh, the and the biggest one, of course, a droid story. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with that. 
Um, no one gives a shit. That's got to be for the kids. But <laughs> however, but line. they do say animation teaming up with industrial light and magic. So that's interesting. Why would they be doing that if it wasn't something super mind blowing and crazy? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, introduce mm-hmm. us to a new hero guided by the legendary duo R2 and 3PO. So, yeah. Yeah. Don't I mean, that's Dio. obviously like least hype, but I mean, they put it last. So, sure. I don't know, uh, yeah. Obviously, the, the obvious one, Andor. Um, yes. I, I have been low key hyped for this from the beginning. I think it's a cool, uh, He's a cool. He's a cool character. He's not a, a hoity-toity guy. He's just he's been through some shit and he's doing what he thinks is right. So uh, let, let's th- toss him in the mud and watch him fight for his life. That's fine with me. I'm very excited for that one too. Did I hear? Did I hear them say that it was a uh, a 12 episode limited series instead of an ongoing series? I think that's correct. Andor. I think so. I don't know if I heard that about that. I think the Obi Wan one is. I think that and Ahsoka and Andor are all like just a a one season. And yeah, and just like a one season. Here you go. Which is cool. The fact that they would put movie level quality and investment into the Cassie and Andor show just for 12 seasons is like, it's really, really awesome. 12 12 episodes. episodes, Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm for it. I'm real. I'm really, really for it. Uh, You know, we've always complained. It's the the timeline, but if you're going to do that timeline, do it right create a new character and get in the nitty gritty and that's that's exactly what Cassian is so yeah uh, and of course we'll see some more K2 which is also badass Sizzle Reel looked good a lot of oh, all I the didn't concept. catch that one. Oh yeah you have to check it out then uh just a lot of cool there's no uh footage it's just behind the scenes looking at the production and the cast and stuff and um Diego talking about the character and then a lot of concept art which is really cool like dark gritty James Bond style, like undercover, really interesting stuff. So rebel spy Cassian Andor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Mon Mothma. Ooh. Yeah. I have a feeling they're going to, I mean, he said he, he's been in this ship since he was six years old. Right. Um, he, he might be, you know, left for dead in some brutal battle that, you know, Someone picks him up and says, "Hey, kid, just you know, come with us. We'll protect you." And then he grows up in in the the mix. Uh, that's badass. Yeah. Sign me up. I, I want to see it. So I'm ready, baby. Um, mm. you know <laughs> what? I might get some uh, flack for this. Uh, Lando, uh, sign me up. <laughs> Lando, like, sign me up. I'll watch it. I'm I actually, excited. I actually laughed like Lando. And uh, you know. I'm not mad at it, but uh, come on, come on. I need more. I need more than that. All right, come on. Uh, I did hear Star Wars Explained uh, mention that you know some opportunity that they could do is have Billy D. Williams, you know, almost narrate it from from an older Lando point of view, talking about his younger days, and then they can go to uh, Glover. And yeah. fill in the fill in the spots, and he can act it all out. I thought that was that's a great opportunity, That'd and it cool. could be really fun. Yeah, um, you know, again, we're just we're, we're we're sliding down the same slope of the I original trilogy characters. I hope it's young Lando because obviously everyone wants Solo two to happen. Yeah, Lando series could be 
Lando's not a series. He's a man. Lando's series could be like first step into that territory. Like we could oh, get yeah. a, Han, a Han Solo and Chewie show in the future if they, if people like it. Well, it gives them the opportunity. If they want to throw Chewie and, uh, and Han in there as, you know, flashpoints. I don't know what the yeah. fuck that means, but you know, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, but you know, I, that doesn't make any sense. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's just another, you know, guys, you know. I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure all these will be great. I'm sure as well. I am. <laughs> I, I really am. I really am. But, you know, if, for 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 hell's sake, if they do a Billy D. Williams only, I'm what's not... He, what's he going to do? Just sit? He's going to play cards <laughs> and make fun of big-headed aliens that walk in. Like, I don't... I have no idea. It would just be him in the cockpit of the Falcon the whole time, just sitting Just there. laughing. Because he can't but, move. Ha, <laughs> ha, <laughs> yeah, I do they like the uh, the logo. Us. The logo reminds yeah. me of like uh, that that is it the third Looks level in uh, in Sonic Two, <laughs> the casino <laughs> where you, where you go around in the pinball machine. Whoa, it's not on here. What's that? Interesting. I'm looking at like, well, the main article on Disney doesn't have the uh, um, it doesn't have the logo, which is weird. Just has the description. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Um, oh, at live with us, I see Jared Riley, uh, Cameron, and oh Riley, Bren- fucking and, savage, welcome and back. Brennan with Bitch. us. Um, Brennan just said running out of title ideas. You know that that's what it felt like, and that's what it will always feel like. <laughs> if, I'm assuming you're talking about Lando. No, I think he's talking to us. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I hope so. But uh, I was actually surprised they didn't call it Calrissian. I don't know, something stupid. Whatever. Uh, Calrissian Chronicles, obviously, is what it should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just him talking to his droid about his exploits. That's all I want. Yeah. Moving on. Moving the on. The Battle of um, Taneb. Uh, okay, let's talk I, about I like, Acolyte, and then let's save the best for last. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was trying to leave some, some big ones for, for, for the ending here. So Acolyte is supposed to be like a mystery series. Mm-hmm. Set in the time of the High Republic, the end of the High Republic, so it, it could be like conjoining. Dude, I, I, holy shit! Keep talking. Ahead. Keep talking. Keep uh, going. My my thought was there is something that exists called the Darth Vader or the Darth Maul Shadow Shadow Fighter Shadow Demon Shadow something. Essentially, is him. Proving himself to Sidious. Um, and so the Acolyte. But I'm assuming it's not going to be him. But <laughs> All right. So here's, here's what popped into my head. Because the description says, a mystery thriller that will take place... Uh, sorry, that will take the audience into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. So all I thought was... Pre Phantom Menace, dark side stuff's happen- happening. Acolyte, Sith Acolyte. I'm just thinking Darth Bane territory. That's where my mind went. That's not what's going to happen. I'm just telling it, you that right now. It doesn't have to be a thousand years ago. It could just be like 300 years ago. Yeah. And it but could get it, to the point where like the Jedi almost discover something with the Sith and they're trying to investigate some uh, like a dark side uh, master and apprentice or a dark side group. And they all get wiped out, so the Jedi actually don't even know what happened. And then the Sith remain in hiding. You know... Bad guys win. Could be great. 
The reason my Am I my hired mind, yet? John Favreau, do you need my application? The reason why my mind went to the Darth Maul book is because it does happen pre episode one. Um it is kind of like a mystery esque book with like very high importance. Like there's some data or something. There's a Jedi that goes after some some information. He's being hunted by Darth Maul. Darth Maul trying to prove himself to Sidious. All in all, they get into a fucking huge battle. The last like page, the the Jedi gets to where he's going and he comes across this guy who's supposed to help him out. It's supposed to be who he's given the, the information to and it ends up being Palpatine. So he hands over the, thinks he's doing great. I, I did it. I got the information to the right person. Yeah. And Palpatine's standing there accepting it, laughing. I'm like, oh my God, you <laughs> you just fucked it all up. Um, but yeah, That's it was crazy, such a crazy man. turn. Like the last page, you're like, this whole thing. And you're just helping Palpy out. It sucks. Damn. Just doomed. You're all doomed. Why don't you guys see it? Dark side of the force has clouded their vision, my friend. Yeah. So, uh, moving right along. Well, we're moving to the last, no. most anticipated, and biggest drop, I would say, of the uh, of the announcement is the Kenobi series, officially titled Obi Wan Kenobi. <clears throat> yep. Also limited run. I don't know if they said twelve specifically, but it is just going to be a one season deal. Um, and I'm both excited. And tentative about the announcement that Hayden Christensen is back, yeah. reprising his role as Darth Vader. Yeah, there's obvious. Maybe it's not so obvious. <laughs> you know, I, I'm hyped, 100% hyped. This is what I want to see. It's a weird time because they, they said it's 10 years after uh, Episode Three. It'll be amazing to see him back, regardless. Yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's something amazing that Uma Gregor did. He took over the role of Obi-Wan Kenobi, and now when someone says Obi-Wan Kenobi, I think of Ewan McGregor. First. Oh, yeah, 100%. First. That's an amazing feat. Yes. Um. Yeah, the, the fact that Hayden... Look, I'm sure it's going to be great. And I, I have always cheered that Hayden, he's not a bad actor. I think he's a good actor. He was just forced to say stupid-ass lines, just like the rest of them in yeah. episode three. Yeah. You, you can't, you, you're so beautiful. Like, shut, stop, shut. Hey, Zane. Uh, hair. Yeah, what's he going to do on Tatooine if he hates friggin' sand? They're never going to have a showdown. Oh, so I'm I'm amazed that Hayden's back. I think it's going to be great to see him in a new era. Well, not uh, universe-wise, but like a new era of filmmaking, I mean. Sure. Uh, with the Disney crew and everything. The only thing I'm tentative about is like seeing him in, in A New Hope, I always felt like their confrontation was like the first thing in the past 15 years. Like that was the first time they had crossed paths since he left him on Mustafar. So I'm just curious how they're going to roll that into the story. You know what I felt? Because he's going to have to get they, his ass beat again in order to come back on the Death Star and say, now I am the master. You know what I th I thought was um, that they're going to pull some force tie to, to each other. 
Okay. That that they're going to be able to talk to each other because they're so strongly bonded. The Force yeah. Bond or whatever the fuck. That not only will Obi-Wan have nightmares and flashbacks with Hayden in it, he's going to have premonitions of future confrontations with Vader. And I don't know if they're actually going to meet. Again, I hope they don't. You think they're going to have a mind duel? I'm just saying, they're so hard tied to each other that I think maybe, perhaps, Obi-Wan attempts to keep that light side door open in Vader's head. Okay. So that it, it leaves the door not wide open, but just a creek open that allows Luke to really barge through and save obviously uh, his father. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I'm fucking hyped. I'm fucking hyped. I think they're going to they're going to do great things. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> going to do great <laughs> amazing things, but fuck it. But that's it. Yeah, I'm curious what it's going to be. Um it's it's weird cuz we know we know where they came from. Obviously, we know where we have to get to in A New Hope. No one has any idea what the fuck happens in the meantime, except for he kills Maul. That's like the only canon thing we have that we know that he does while he's on Tatooine. So, I don't know, man. Ahsoka could show up. He could go over and yell at Uncle Owen for being a dick to check up on Luke. He could commune with Darth Vader. We could follow Vader for a lot of the series. We could see what be Vader's perfect. been doing too. Like imagine what you always want. This here's your Vader thing that you were asking for two weeks ago. Imagine like some of those comic plot lines of Vader just doing his Vader things across the galaxy. We could see Hayden doing that. Yeah, but it's called Obi Wan Kenobi. We're not. Gonna I understand, get that. but instead of like, <laughs> know. you know how you get those little glimpses of Moff Gideon at the end of the episodes where he's yeah. like, you know, he's on the ship or he's in the prison with Baby Yoda or whatever. We could get those kind of glimpses with Vader, which comic book pages come to life, man. Oh, boy. Yeah, you know what I don't want? Which More. I'm scared I'm scared for. What? What if in doing this Obi-Wan Kenobi series, they explain how and why he aged so quickly? What if they do something ridiculous... Just to fill that plot hole. I think would you, just, would you feel differently about it? Like something, and I don't care if it makes sense or whatever. If he does some crazy force power that drains him so much or something. No, that's stupid. Look, I, Luke, yeah, Luke, that would be stupid. Luke Skywalker did a force power so hard he died. So it's not out of the realm. Look, the va- or I'm sorry, Palpatine electrocuted himself until he looked like a shriveled mushroom. So, like, it's it's the re- the realm of possibilities obviously there, and it, there are explanations that why you age thirty years when it's only been ten. I think they'll just show. I think they'll just show it visually. Yeah, like he's aging because he's st- stuck on Tatooine and he's stressed the fuck out. Son, it's hot, and he's too much death sticks. There's two sons. The skin. He's got no girlfriend. Well, He's at the cantina hey, hey, hey. all the time. That's not that's not canon. You know he how has, bad a hangover is. Imagine a hangover with two sons and no water. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine that. Jesus, why are the cantinas always full? Everyone's just like this yep. hangover is going to be hell. I'm just going to keep drinking. 
Yep. Oh, he only all he has to talk to is Jawas. Like, come on, imagine what that what that does to a man. Yeah. You saw what it did to Mando in just like two days. Well, you know what? One of my one of the best scenes that's ever been in Star Wars, I will still argue, is that epilogue scene at the end of Darth Vader, the Darth Vader book, and it's of Obi Wan Kenobi's in the cantina on Tatooine hiding, doing his own thing, being called Ben. And he sees on the fucking hollow net that this thing called Darth Vader is roaming the galaxy. And he realizes, fuck, he's alive. Yeah. And that realization, that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen in Star Wars. I didn't even see it. I read it. <laughs> and it was just, it was such a vivid drop to a, a, a such a great character that I didn't, like that was a scene that I had never thought about. That he had to come to a realization that he's out there. Right. Now everything's still fucked. Because, you know, from a certain point of view, he thought he killed Anakin. Yeah. And he went and, and into hiding because Palpy was still out there. And the clones. So he was still like, everything's kind of fucked, but, you know, at least we can save the child and do this this thing. But, yeah. like, when knowing Vader's around, he's like, dude... They're doubling their efforts. So I don't know how I never even thought about that, though. Because in A New Hope, he tells Luke, like, Darth, this is Darth Vader. He says it so matter-of-factly. It never crossed my mind that, like, there had to have been a moment where he realized that Vader wasn't dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think, because we see three, but we had already seen the original trilogy. Yeah. So it wasn't, like, a lingering question in my mind. But, yeah, that's a good point. I never thought of that. That's why that that scene always hit me hard, and it's I think it's the yeah. the yeah Dark the, Lord pro, Rise prologue? Of Darth Vader. prologue is it after it's after the book prologue epilogue is after epilogue the book. thank you epilogue so You're it welcome. is it is that extra scene at the end and it's yes. just like it's such a crazy I'm like dude he's sitting there he's like ordering another drink and the the news is going on and he's taking a sip and he's like oh and just his you could just feel like <laughs> yep. everything drop and he's like. We're fucked. <laughs> I can't do this again. I must get off this planet. Well, Luke, it's, it's, grow up faster, goddammit. Exactly. Damn it. It's it's like <laughs> I already did it once. Now I'm 20 years older, or however you know I'm so drained, and I'm an enemy of the Republic. Yeah. Like I and now and I gotta I wait 20 more years. Yeah. I'm not. First of all, I'm not strong enough to do it again. Second of all, it's hot and I'm hungover. <laughs> <laughs> That's first, second, and third of all. Yeah. So I'm getting too old for this sort of thing. So that's yeah. all the news, guys. Well, there's also Marvel. I figure we kind of maybe we hold that for a week or well, two. We can chat about I, it because you know didn't even I didn't even look at. It. I was so wrapped up in the Star Wars stuff. So I was. Um, I, I obviously don't want to say more hype, but I was uh, close to equal hype level with Marvel. There was a lot. There's quite a lot there. So, but we'll wait. You know, we're a Star Wars podcast first. Overwatch and Game of Thrones podcast second. News, weather, and sports. News, weather, and uh, Cleveland Cavs, third. <laughs> so we'll hold off on Marvel for right now. But I did want to grab other, one other thing before um, we get into Mando, because they also had the game video game awards, and they had a teaser for Mass Effect 4, oh, question mark? I thought it was the remakes. Well, with the announced the Leg Legendary Edition on N7 Day, but we got a little teaser and the teaser ends with a very subtle side profile of Dr. Liara. 
So it's like, and it just says Mass Effect 4 will continue. Oh, or it wow. says, sorry, it says Mass Effect will continue. So I'm assuming it's coming off of the uh, the Shepard storyline. Yeah, you play as Liara because she can be 2,000 years old. True. Who does she romance? Still looking fine. How, how many tentacles? Tentacle things. Any, uh, yeah, they can mate with any anything in the galaxy. Oh yeah, because they mate with their mind. I forgot. <laughs> they can. Oh, oh, that's that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate sex scene. Is is Liara with Borgullet? <laughs> <laughs> that's the crossover event of the First century. Of all, they're tentacles, <laughs> and they're just reading each other's minds like crazy. That's the end of the universe. That is the crossover event of the freaking millennia. Yeah. Um, did you did you see the teaser from Aspect? I did not. I'll have to send it to you. There's not much, you know. It's mostly just like beautiful uh, galaxies <laughs> and planets and, and much, stuff like that. But it's perfect. Well, <laughs> it's beautiful. It's just really nice CGI of uh, um, space looking shit. I'll say. Yeah, but yeah, it just ends well. with uh, Liara finding like an N seven piece of like the N seven armor in the snow. Mm. And then it's just like her looking off into the distance. So it's like if that's Liara, then you know we're continuing continuing that storyline. So it, it could be it'd interesting be nice to do like a post Shepherd, like right, like she not, Shepherd's not back, obviously, right. Right. yeah, but continuing his legacy. Yep, sure. No, I'm down. I'm down for that. Definitely down. And uh, they've always done a really good job of like really immersing you into the universe just the same as kotor even though it's a little dated you're you're immersed you're everything around you all the different aliens you hear yep. kapuna that's all and you i need. cannot imagine in next gen yeah what it's gonna look like so that's cool yeah um let's do a quick side thing uh before we get into mando i got a second um, quick side thing as well i forgot about oh perfect uh, I just wanted to. I, I'm getting through episode three audiobook, and I guys, let me explain something. I would like you to explain it to me. Episode three is is always arguably one of my top Star Wars films of all time. It was just the right time. You know, I can get past all the bad script and all that because of what's happening, uh, the downfall of everything. I like the darker movies, and obviously we get that. And it's just. You know, it's those classic themes of betrayal and, you know, seduction and twisting the minds and all. And it, it's just the culmination in my mind of the Star Wars, of the trilogies, I guess. And this book is beyond that. It's so fucking good. Let me explain something. I like how excited you are about prequels. I'm, I'm here for it. It's well, like I said, episode three's always been probably yeah. one, two. If it slips to three, it's a fucking off week. Pinnacle, it's baby. Always up there. And this is adding so much. You get into the mind of Obi-Wan and what he thinks of the Republic and and and, and Padme and you get into the mind of, of Anakin. That's all we've ever wanted. And mm -hmm. he's and he's thinking you get the the inner minds of how Anakin thinks about the Jedi and his current standing with the Jedi. And it's not like played out in script. We get to hear him like he has an argument with Padme and says, I don't want to be a part of the, the order anymore. Like before everything even happens. And it's like he's been fighting to get, first of all, they, they lay the grounds of why he wants to become a master. <laughs> it's kind of dumb. Is? It's the restricted section in 
<laughs> I'm not the Jedi archives has a restricted section that is restricted to masters only. And in that restricted section will have Sith teachings of Yep. Exactly what Palpatine told him. Like there are ways to prevent death. Just and like so in, in Anakin's mind, he's like, Well, I need to become a master to get access to that stuff. Right. So it hits even harder when they said you're allowed to be on a council, but you, we don't grant you master. So all the groundwork is laid out so much right. that it makes the movie even better. And just like I said, you get in the mind of Obi-Wan and, and that sort of thing. It's like, holy yeah. shit. Also, that the first um, this first scene, the first event in the movie where they're, it's like the, the, they're flying in. Then they have the, the Dooku and the Grievous uh, interactions. Yeah. That takes like four hours. In the book. Nice. It's fucking crazy. And you get in the mind of Dooku. You get in the mind of, of Grievous. Yep. Um, first of all, Dooku. Dooku is awesome. But my God, is he evil in this? Hell yeah. And very racist. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing at that. I know. <laughs> But it, it's like that's what the evil like the evil comes out and he's like, like speciesist, you mean yeah, speciesist, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, This this like galaxy needs to be ruled by humans and only humans, and he starts spouting off and I'm like, God damn, Dooku, oh, like shit. we we knew you were badass, but I didn't know you were like elitist like this. Well, I, from a certain he's, point of view, we kinda always knew he was he's a fucking old man, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that just there's, adds, there's grandpa sitting at staring at the news, shouting about things. Man, it's it, yeah, it really felt like dirty. Like it, there's some like real crazy truths and shit. Like stuff with you know, I don't know. It, it it it's it's nothing but goodness and greatness and perfection. I love it. I'm ready. I it, it this is this book is really gonna push um, for my number one spot of Star Wars. Uh, all, all books. Favorite book and favorite movie. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I, from a certain point of view, I I'm, the movies are, are number one always in my heart. But um, yeah, it will it will push for number one. Like in Darth Vader, Bane, and yeah. this always in my heart and in my loins. Brennan, sorry, that it's the yeah the or the Revenge of the Sith audiobook. Thank you. You were going to say Rise of the Skywalker, weren't you? Oh, I looked at the ROTS, yeah. Rise of the someone. It is weird, yeah. Rise of Skywalker is the, yeah, the Rise. T-R-O-S and R-O-T-S. I always, like, jumble them up in my head. Episode nine yeah. or episode three? Yeah. Which one comes first? There's a, a just, it's, it's, you know, sometimes it feels like filler when they add certain scenes in, in novels. This one, everything, it just builds upon. It's all intentional. It's perfection it's it's Good. i have no issues and it's nice to have a uh, a narrator that is like fucking on on point he's doing all the voices perf perfectly it's great dude unlike mulberry from the first one mang ba mang bang <laughs> <laughs> okay skipping over that one uh last quick update which is video game related as well is that the uh, squadrons update is now out for the b-wing and the tie defender oh yeah yeah so that's up on the stores. Time to update your games and uh, dive back in. Fuck things up with the Tide Defender. Defend things up with the Tide Defender. Defend things, things. Defend your squadrons in squadrons with your squadron ships. 
So that should be fun. Yeah, I uh, unfortunately I jumped on that game a couple weeks ago, not thinking that uh, it's not out yet, Mopar. And I was like half hyped, man. I was like, yeah. And I looked. I was like, why can't I be it? What did I do? <laughs> you have to unlock it or pay for it. No, it's all free and it's live. Cool. Moving right along to well, Mando, the, the main the main topic, main event, the main event, fighting. Sorry. Uh, chapter 15, right before the season finale, I thought there was going to be two more episodes, <laughs> like, like you illicitly lied to me at the beginning of our podcast. Oh yeah. I plant false but seeds. But it looks like there's only eight episodes on IMDb. I've also heard that this last one's going to be longer. So hopefully it's like at least an hour. Two, I think three we need hours. At least an hour. Uh, but yeah, so we're called, this is called the believer, I think, Correct. I have no idea, actually. I, n- I never saw the title. Yeah, I think it's called The Believer. Um, Which is a weird title, to be honest. It is a little bit weird. And I'm going to say right off the bat, like we kind of discussed last episode, the fact that they ended the, the episode and they were like, I need Bill Burr back in my squad. I was yeah. instantly like, okay, fine. Sure. And even at the very beginning of this episode, when they go to the um, the junkyard and he's scrapping a TIE fighter and the droid's talking to him, I was almost like, I love Bill, but do I want to see this for a whole episode? Sure. But I will say I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed his character. I really enjoyed the Imperial perspective and point of view mm-hmm. and kind of getting in their minds and hearing some backstory. And um, I was I was impressed. I was very happy. Overjoyed. No, I am right there with you. Uh, Bill Burr's a lot to handle and to throw him into (laughs) Star Wars. I didn't know if it was going to mesh well because the first time we see him, it was a little much. But, uh, man, he really made a believable character. And it made it a well-rounded character where, you know, Cara Dune had had questions around Bill Burr's intent. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, whatever his name is, Mayfield. Yeah. Because of his, uh, he's ex-imperial, um, right. and sh- it was quite the opposite. He had such a distaste and distrust and bad feelings about the empire. He came out fucking him up because he hates it. Right. So it really proved uh, he proved himself, you know. And it does say a lot that ex-imperials can be, you know, a source for uh, the rebellion for good. Yeah, yeah. a lot of feels in general. I mean, we had the whole uh, chase scene where they're driving those juggernauts toward the base, and they have to be careful about it blowing up. They're getting attacked by pirates or locals, maybe. Yeah. And then they finally reach the bridge, and the Empire comes in and, like, saves the day, and you're like, oh, thank God, the Empire's here. Oh, yeah. wait, that's the bad guys. <laughs> like, it was a weird mix-up at the end. You no, change for nice, stormtroopers. It was a nice mix-up. Yeah, when the TIE fighters come in, it's always like, oh, shit, you hear that? Oh! Yeah, that was actually pretty fucking good, Mopar. Thanks, Mopar. <laughs> um, You're welcome, Mopar. But uh, yeah, you hear that stuff, and you hear the the uh, clip clamp clops of the uh, the the stormtrooper boots, and you're like, "Yay, they're here to save the day." Um, yeah, it was a nice, like, quick episode. I, I didn't. I thought it added enough to the story um, that I was fine with it being a little shorter. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, again, those toss away episodes. Uh, this didn't feel like a, th- a throwaway episode. It was moving the plot along. They got the information they needed. We learned a little more about Cara Dune, about Mayfield. We saw Mando's face. Yep. Um, and we Boba, hear Boba about like how the Empire is thinking about themselves at this point in time. Sure. 
yeah, which was good. everything else is in disarray. They're like we're on the up and up, and uh, no one no one can uh, defeat us. So, which shout is cool. out it, to uh, Operation Cinder as well from yes. Battlefront. Yep, yep. Which now I need someone to explain this to me in more detail. I don't know if I quite get it. So like Empire or Palpatine's like, if I'm dead, you all are fucked, and I'm gonna blow everything up. But now the Empire's still around and they're back and they're actually ready to. They're poised to make a push and take some of their territory back, right? So I guess I don't understand. Like he destroyed certain worlds, or he just destroyed everybody under a certain rank, or I don't know exactly how that happened. Um, I think it was just a contingency plan to pave the way for his return. It's it like there was necessary things that need to be saved. There's necessary things that need to be destroyed, or else they would be a threat in the future. Okay. Um, so it was kind of just like grooming the galaxy for his return, I believe. But yeah, Shinobis would definitely no, have to. No, I think it's the opposite, though. Oh, go okay. That's why I was so confused, because it says the operation was part of the contingency, a plan devised by Palpatine to ensure that the Empire and its enemies did not outlive him should he ever perish. Hmm. So I think it was like, if I'm dead, I don't want anyone to carry this on. That's why I was so confused. But obviously they didn't ravage everything because now there's a whole sect of the Empire and this bro that Bill Burr ran into is like, yeah, man, we're in Operation Cinder was nothing. We're about to come back and hit hard. The New Republic sucks. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to do some reading. I, I don't want to spout anymore. You know, we we can theorize all we want, but if I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because that's at the beginning of that's when you see the the fake um, Palpy, right? Hologram yeah, like, on the mask thing. Yeah, in the droid. Yeah, in Battlefront. So I even it's read strange. that fucking book, and I don't. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Well, the book was not like it was a part of Operation Cinder, but you know, obviously uh, things turn sides very quickly. So yeah, so it's a little confusing. Who knows what Palpatine was thinking before he died? He was high. <laughs> he was on pain meds. Oh, he's on Ambien. He's confused. Just so I don't, just so I don't forget. You sound like you're about to be pissed about whatever you're about to no, say. No, no. I, I, I just thought back to uh, the audiobook again, and it it adds a lot to Anakin killing. So the original, the original plan was for Dooku to face Anakin and Obi Wan. And all along, the, the the plan was to kill Obi-Wan. And that was going to be the downfall of Anakin. Because without Obi-Wan... He's uh, fucked, yeah. Pal- Palpatine's like his only like friend at that point. So yep. that was the actual plan. Interesting. Um, and obviously, Dooku was supposed to kill him and then like escape. But yeah, so I, that was uh, a, a kind of a quick turn. So that's, that's why, interesting. That's why uh, Dooku's so surprised. Because it's like... They knew they were grooming Skywalker, right? But you know, obviously, Dooku thought he had solidified his his role in everything. Oh yeah, um, uh, and so that I mean, it's obviously a surprise to Dooku, anyways, uh, when, when Anakin kills him. Um, but uh, yeah, so that just adds to it because it was always the plan to kill to kill Obi Wan. I like that. That makes sense. It also makes sense why in the fight Dooku keeps like fucking Obi Wan up. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and just a lightsaber battle wise, they Dooku's like 
toying with him, with right. both of them at the beginning, like laughing oh, yeah. and all this shit. He's like, oh, yeah, Obi-Wan's doing this type of style, and, and Anakin's clearly using this type of style, so I just have to, like, kind of defend myself. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there's something that snaps, and they're both toying actually with Dooku and saying, oh, Obi-Wan is actually pretending to do this style, and now he's getting more aggressive. And so, it, like, it turns tides, like, immediately, and Dooku gets... It, like, he feels old immediately. Oh, and damn. he's like, obviously, these guys are top-notch, and I am fucked. <laughs> he's, exact, it, that it, was just, an exact it, quote. <laughs> basically. It, yeah, so, I, yeah, I don't... I hate jumping around, but that did come to mind, and I, that was one of the other big things that I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense that they, they were trying to kill off Obi-Wan, yeah. and, which was supposed to be fairly easy in Dooku's eyes, um, but clearly that he underestimated... Uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan because they they were in fact toying with him right everyone underestimates Anakin well yeah I mean they probably went in after he got fucked up in Geonosis and he was like let's do this differently this time yeah interesting I always wondered if uh, because Dooku sold I always wondered if he like uses the force to make him move and feel younger like during a fight and then is even like extra exhausted afterwards yeah yeah, they do kind of plant plant the seeds of. They always talk about Anakin's feelings and his heart. So they they basically they 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 make a uh, analogy that like a star, even a star can die. Like a sun can die, and that's not supposed to happen. But a suns do die; they become black holes and all this. And they talk about you know there was old myths on Tatooine with all the slaves that there was a dragon at the center of each star. And they made an analogy like people's hearts also have dragons, but Anakin's was an ice dragon. And he always had like to keep it down or else it would come out. And it's like the dark side is in my mind has, was always like a cold feeling. Like okay. it was just frigid. So oh, yeah. It, cold, Anakin, sir. yeah, cold, sir. And that's exactly, that's exactly it. He wasn't feeling cold because he was actually cold. He was feeling cold because of the fucking... Yeah. Devil inside of him. It was yeah. uh Dark Side's raisin trying to get out. Yeah. Trying yeah. to get that rank master. Looking those restricted books. Yeah. They they do a lot of insight. That's crazy. I just I couldn't I couldn't push this into your faces even as much as you know. <laughs> it's really because they, they really you get more you get more Yoda, you get more mace, and they talk about the grand scheme of things and how things are failing and what they need to do, and it's like all these moving things that are on screen, but the, they just build everything up. It's so perfect. So, back to man. I'm sorry. No worries. Don't apologize for loving Star Wars. <laughs> Usually, we take diversions so we can shit on things. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm with it. Uh, but isn't so? Do you want to shit on something? Isn't it ridiculous that I have to go back to an Episode Three audiobook to really, really enjoy and spark this thing that I've or the Clone, the, the Republic Commando? I have to go back. Can I say something? Go ahead. Fifteen years. You sound like people when uh, Phantom Menace came out and they were like, isn't it annoying that I have to go back to 77 to enjoy Star Wars? Isn't it though? It's not. Nostalgia Factor. Dun, dun, dun. What was the last uh, novel that you read that you liked from the, the new stuff? Star Wars novel? Um, I haven't read any Star Wars novels in a while, actually. Probably the, probably the Force Awakens novelization. You read the Padme book, didn't you? 
Oh yeah, the Padme was really good. But again, that's prequels era, so I was yep. all about See? it. See, perfect. I, d- I did not actually. I never ended up reading Master and Apprentice. Yeah, me. I haven't. I'm ashamed. That's my point. Is you know, I've tried many, many times with the Disney era um, novels. It just it, it didn't ring my bell. That's all. And I go back to like an episode three, and it's like fucking perfect. You go back to Republic Commando, it's like, oh my god. I know. Thank you. I agree. That's why I do have high hopes for High Republic. I think high it will. High. It will. I think it will turn the tides of how I've been feeling about um, the Star Wars novels. But maybe I haven't found the right one. Maybe I got I mean, I have all of them. I just have only read like a third of them. So actually like mm. a fourth of them. So maybe I just need to find a different one to, to start with. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. So back to. All right. Back to Mando. Uh, you started by saying, isn't it ridiculous? And what I thought you were going to say was, isn't it ridiculous that Mando can get into the Imperial Terminal? All he has to do is take his helmet off. I was like, why does he have to take his helmet off? Why do they have to scan his face if he's not like in their system as an Imperial officer? Wow. Yeah, that was my question. Does I was he like, have what? Imperial ties? It, it didn't even ask for like a clearance code or anything. It was just like facial scan. But for, yeah. There, and it, it could tell that you had a helmet on. So it was like, take his helmet off. It's like, but if you're not in their records, it's not going to unlock for you. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I didn't get it either. No idea. I, I don't have get, the answers. I couldn't get past it. I hate the episode. It, ru- it ruined Disney. <laughs> uh, no, overall, it was good. It was fun. The uh, Imperial officer was creepy. You know what creepy it felt like? Creepy as fuck. In a good and bad way, it really felt like uh, one of the German soldiers in Inglorious Bastards. Like, Lots of references to that, yeah. Kind of awkward, maybe because it's wartime and he's in the position that he is. But he's trying to like let loose in a very demonic way. Like it's it was just like a weird, weird feeling, which, you know, I, I would blame the situation that he's in and the war. And even he mentioned like this is the first uh um shipment that's made it. So like yeah. they're happy that not everybody died. Woo-hoo. It's like it's a fucked yeah. situation. So, you know, I I, I it's kind of like a war torn admiral or whatever. Well, and he's also just a he's, a, he's a creepy dude, and I knew he looked familiar, and I couldn't remember it, and then I looked him up. He's in Three from Hell. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. The Rob Zombie one. He's like, I forget how he gets into the picture, but he's like, he's their uncle or something like that, but he ends up being like more sadistic than the rest of them, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, and he's also the actor that played the Night King in Game of Thrones. Oh, interesting. So as soon as he started talk, it wasn't until he's talked that I, I recognized it and I was like, ooh, this guy gives me the heebie-jeebies. Just mm. evil. Evil Imperial. Yeah. yeah. That whole showdown with the when they were just sitting there trying to cheers a drink and everything, just tense. That That's what reminded me of the Glorious Bastards originally was that when they're in that bar and it's just like, these guys want to kill each other, but they're trying to, you know, mask it. It was just... Yeah, it was yeah. perfect. That's why, that's probably Good the shit. exact reason why it was in Glorious Bastards to me. It's enemies sitting down for, for a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we get to see Pedro's face again. Uh, yeah, what do you think? Whatever. <laughs> to be honest, like... That's it's, a big uh, moment for a Mando. It's, it's, it's big for him. Obviously not for the rest of the Mandalorians. We saw Boba Fett's face 20 hours ago, and that wasn't a big deal. We saw... 
Bo-Katan, we got to see everybody else's face. It's a big deal to him and him only. And it's well, like, and the rest of that convent. Y- yeah. damn it. So, I keep saying convent. Corvort. <laughs> Cohorts. The, yeah, coercion. Yeah, I just, you know, I, it's not a big deal to me. And so it's like, I don't know. I'm fine. Well, oh, it was a big deal. I mean, they set the whole, you know, past 15 chapters talking about how it's not, a, it's a huge deal and it's never going to do it. Sure, sure. So I'm wondering if this is a, a turning point for him in general or if it was like, oh, that was a one time thing. Got to get the kid and I'm going back to my old ways. Or if he's like going to, I don't know. Because Bo Katan obviously was talking about. You guys are like radicalizing the old Mandalorian creed. You don't have to live this way, blah, blah, blah. So I wonder if he's going to kind of, this will be the turning point of him. Loosening up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Again, I I get it. I just, it's not a big deal to me. I don't, you can have it on, have it off. It doesn't change, you know, whatever. It it is nice to see like, yeah, if there is a changing point, maybe a visual that if he keeps it off, one, he's like trusting the people that that's around him. So, you know, with his, face you know now it now with his mustache well, I, I mean from a certain point of view the goddamn imperials have their his fucking id now they scanned True. his face yeah that's got to be a security measure on there is like scan a record of everyone who uses the terminal yeah who and who they uploaded that what? shit yeah what, what information and now they're like this base just blew up this guy used the terminal five seconds beforehand yeah huh who used it yeah oh yeah. he was also at that base on navarro Who's this guy? They're going to track him down. Yeah, seems like a risky idea, if I had to say so myself, Din Jaren. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I I was surprised. <laughs> when they put on the Stormtrooper outfits, I was like, well, first of all, of course, it's Star Wars. They're going to put the shit on. And I did like uh, Mayfield's comments, like, this thing's still sweaty. Like, this is disgusting. <laughs> yes. Those small little comments, I was like, thank you. And Yeah, it, exactly. You know, it, you know gloves just are so, wet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I honestly, I didn't know if that was actually Din Jaren sitting next to him because he didn't talk for half the ride. I was like, who did, did someone slip in this, you know, not unknowingly? Is this Boba or something? Yeah. Like, I, I just thought it was leading to something and then he, he just started talking. I was like, what the fuck I, are they yeah, getting Yeah, I was at? thinking the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a weird, it was a weird thing to focus on for him to not talk. And I was like, well, even the first few seconds, he didn't move either. He was just sitting straight. Yeah. Not responding to Bill Burr. Yeah, I thought I that just, he'd like put a fucking dummy puppet in. There. I was <laughs> that's like, exactly what I thought. I was too. like, what is happening? And then he just starts moving and talking. I was like, there was so no weird. reason for this. What's weird? Strange. Um, yeah, and the fact that everybody had a goddamn thermal detonator from the the Okanobis. Um, yeah, they made it seem back in uh, episode six like those were kind of rare. Like yeah, everybody could, had one. You could blow up a freaking city if you if you use this incorrectly. All those pirates had them. Yeah. Um, you got a uh, solid Capuna. I didn't cool. hear it, actually. I, I didn't hear it at first. Kerner mentioned it, and then I went back and watched it, and I was like, oh, yeah. Capuna. Yeah. Ooh, ee, ooh. Yeah, uh, fun episode. Like I said, it, it didn't feel like a tossaway episode, finally. It was kind of an offshoot thing they needed to go get this information or find the location of moff gideon of course to get uh, baby yoda back but it didn't feel forced it felt more natural um yeah. as opposed to like an offshoot just to do it uh sure. so at least we know it's leading to something it's leading to moff gideon where baby yoda is still probably force choking everybody 
So Hopefully he's force choking everybody. Could you imagine uh, we, they pick up Baby Yoda? He's got a dark side robe on and he's got Sith yeah, eyes. And little... Like in KOTOR when you get back to get Bastille <laughs> and she's like, I'm evil now. Uh. <laughs> I'm Malik's, yeah. Malik's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't going to go there. Bitch. I can, Malik could... is my bitch. Oh, yeah. Yo. I always thought, uh, just a crazy offshoot, when you get to the Lost Planet in KOTOR, because you see those cutscenes of Malak electrocuting Bachelor against that slab, Yeah, you can actually get to that point and see the slab, but there's like nothing. I always thought it would be nice to leave something there. Or like, like he could, you can feel that something bad happened there. Some, yeah. Something like that, or even like leaving a lightsaber crystal or something weird for that. And you just walk up to the slab and you're like, oh, this is that scene. That's where it was. There's nothing Thanks for reminding here. me of that. Great. Yeah. That's it was good. a nice little touch, but I was like, I kind of wish, <laughs> I kind of wish there was something here. But yeah, random offshoot. Um, I loved the Kara and Fennec Shand overlooking their escape route. Yep. And sniping the guys and like having those scopes reminded me just of Battlefront 2. Felt like they were in the middle of a, a mission in Battlefront 2. That was awesome. And then Mayfeld, glory shot on some of the Rhydonium or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Rhyd- Rhydonium. And he blows up the entire base, which is pretty cool. You know? Getting, yeah, the, getting, uh, getting revenge on those imps. Yeah. Huge, uh, huge turning point for, for everyone. You know, not only are you destroying the, the enemy to a large uh, large point, but like you're proving yourself, you're proving to your worth. Crew. You're destroying the enemy, and you're proving to Cara Dune that you you uh, you're done with that shit. That's you. You yeah. want to leave that stuff behind. You're not carrying it with you. Fuck that. And you're proving yourself to yourself too. Yeah, yeah. And then one of my personal favorite moments of the entire show so far, we get to see a seismic charge in action, oh, which I God. as soon as I. As soon as they cut back and showed the back of the Slave 1, I, my hands were up. I was freaking out, man. I was so happy. It was you know, beautiful. I, 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 saw, I knew it before you, so I'm a much bigger Star Wars fan. How um, dare you? I literally made a comment because they were taking off, and those two TIE fighters were hauling ass. And I was like, that is the last ship you want to be behind. Yeah, exactly. And then he opened the thing. I was like, oh, my God, they're oh, doing yeah. it. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally was like, babe, listen to this. And I just was, had the stupidest grin on. <laughs> yeah, they're doing it. Oh, it was great, man. It was yeah. great. Good placement too. Yeah. Takes out both of those ships. Uh, it was awesome. It should have destroyed half the planet too, because fucking mm. seismic charge. Yeah, why not? You know. Um. It was. Oh god. Boba Fett's new painted armor. So didn't it look good? Oh yeah, it did. Looked fresh. Very nice. Very nice. So why do you think he still has the black robe on? Does he? He hasn't had time to get any new unders, I assume. Like, you know, usually he has that slim jumpsuit under the armor. Now he just kept the black robe on. That's oh, just I didn't all he even... has. Like, where did he get paint, but he doesn't have his, you know, underoos? Oh, I don't know. What do you think? I don't, what is that? Well, you've been calling him uh, Thick Boba Fett. Boba Fett. You think he can't fit back into his, uh, his skivvies? Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. You get older, man. You get chunk. The bantha meat has a lot of protein on it. <laughs> it has a lot of something in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It it was a good episode. I'm I'm actually uh, pretty happy with it. Um, I yeah. didn't solid. I didn't realize that uh, we're it's the second to last. So it kind of is. Um, <laughs> we're already here. Like it doesn't feel like we're we're already here. Uh, and that that's you know if if 
if I'm going to sit here and complain about something, that's why these like one-off side missions mean so much because there's so much limited right screen time that you know whatever but and i was happy with with this one but yeah i mean we sound like old people but time moves fast as shit i felt like just a couple days ago we were complaining about the frog lady episode and saying let's get into the action and now the action is almost over yeah yeah um last thing is din's message back to moff gideon yeah, Re- what a repeating his speech badass. from man, that was so fucking awesome. Ballsy. I, I like watching the recaps because they are like, obviously you know what happened in the last episode, but sometimes if they're gonna bring, bring if they're gonna throw back to something, something older, um, they play that at the beginning. So when they played that speech, I was like, ah, oh, what's gonna happen now? And then he had that hollow transmission at the end. Just you know, staring him down, talking, Wait, talking straight trash. What were you, were you referring to? The the transmission from like, Moff you know to how from they, Gideon to no, yeah, from uh, from Din Jaren to Moff Gideon at the end. There, I was I, just saying at the beginning of the episode, it was like previously on the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and they showed that clip from season one. But that's the clip I'm asking about. What about it? What it? What what are you referring to? It was a, when. Yeah, when so when Gideon lands on Navarro, yeah, and he's about to blow up that bar where the client is, yeah, that he he says that to Din. Oh, okay. he, he like kills the client and they shoot him up, and then he's like, "You may think what you have, you may think you know what you have, but you have no idea." Gotcha. Yeah, okay. that's his whole speech, and Din just spat it back out to him. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't I didn't make that reference. Yeah, I just thought it was a fucking badass thing to be like. <laughs> bitch, I'm right here on your TV. You want to come get me? You stupid bitch. I got. I know where you are. You stole my monkey. It was. <laughs> it was badass, and it was even extra badass with you when you catch the speech. Yeah, you have to watch it. They. You. You saw like the little recap at the beginning, right? I usually black out during that. <sighs> I usually watch those and then black out during the episode. <laughs> I just have no idea what's going on. <laughs> uh, no, I. Uh, I'm very, very happy with it. I'm glad things have gotten going. We, that oh, was yeah. that was the one thing, you know, if you're going to do Spider episode and Frog Lady episode, you better start fucking hauling ass at the end. And they mm-hmm. have. They have. We've gotten Ahsoka. We've gotten Boba Fett. Things are shitting. Uh, Baby Yoda's gone, so we'll, we'll get that. <laughs> we got the Dark Troopers. We've got we've got Jedi Temple-esque call, caller ID. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm full on hoping an hour and a half episode. I I, I if the Bachelorette can do two, two, you two hours. You used that one already. I know. It's because they're doing even more. They're not only doing two hours this week. They're doing two, two hours. They're doing four hours this week of Bachelorette. Give me some goddamn Star Wars. That's how they get you on TLC. Give me it. I need it. I need it. If I worked for Disney, oh, I, we that's do. what I would do. From a certain that's point what of view. I would do. From a certain point of view. Yeah, we all That's do. what I would do. I would. I would just... I do think they need... I'm not going to even faint to complain about the announcements from Thursday. It's all great. Sure, I'm very yeah. happy. Absolutely. But I, I do think they have the freedom to have somebody there. Give one director... When you got 12 shows, give one director the chance to be like, you know, just go crazy. If you want to get crazy and make, you know, hour-long episodes like Game of Thrones, or if you want to do a 20-episode season, or just get get totally wild. Do whatever you want. Right. Unlimited budget. We found money for the tit, Walrus. We'll find money for your extra episode. Yeah. 
We flew it all the way across the water. Two million dollars. Anytime they're spending frivolously, we always go back to that one. I just thought that was that stood out in the documentary. It was so funny. It's like someone talking um, shit. Guess how many yeah. tits we flew? Not not two. Four. Four. Four titties. One million pound tits. Yeah. I don't know. You just you have freedom. So if you want to make the Mandalorian ten hour episodes instead of eight forty minute episodes, you can do that. You can yeah. do whatever you want. No one's, you don't have any scheduling restrictions. No one's asking for less Mando. Everyone's asking for more Mando. Yeah. Give it to us. Yeah, but it's, also it's, thank a, you. it's a thin line, man. It's a thin line because uh, obviously I don't want filler material just to push it to an hour. If, if you've only got True. a 33-minute uh, long, you know, little side mission, thank God the fucking Spider episode wasn't two hours long because... I would have left. I know. So that was a rough one. So we'll see. You know, they they are opening a lot of doors with Mando. They're doing it right mm-hmm. for the most part. You know, some of the side missions, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, with everything on the docket now, fuck, they, it, it really could take off regardless. Obi Wan. I mean, we have the the door open with uh, like the visions, the vi- like the vision one off movies, the, the mini movies. That dude, that could go anywhere, and they could be fucking yeah. epic. They could, they mm-hmm. really could. So that might be their their opportunity to go crazy. Um, so, yeah, it's just nothing but good things. We've been asking for more. We need more, 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 and now all of a sudden, we are getting more. Now, whoa, too we gotta much. wait. We gotta wait. Slow five, down. We gotta wait five <laughs> years to get the more and everything that they've announced. But it's a, a glimpse into the future of Star Wars, I would say. By the time Rogue Squadron comes out, we're going to have another five years worth of announcements. I still, you know... Rogue Squadron! I don't know why they need to announce everything, too. I'm just going to say it. Well, because people like us want to know if they're doing something. I know. Well, obviously they are. But until, honestly, we didn't really know. They haven't had a hard stance and just say, there's all the things that we're doing. You You know know what, what what needs to happen? That is all of a sudden, a year. all of a sudden, like during the Super Bowl or something, we just need to get a trailer for a movie we didn't know. I do like that approach as well. Just now, all of a sudden, like uh, Solo 2, we see Han running around shooting fuckers and, and Chewie's lifting up people, cutting them in half. And it's just like, uh, uh, what the fuck did I just watch? And then we can all build our own hype around the movie we didn't know that was coming. I do like that approach as well. It's always However, fun, it, from even from a music standpoint. When people drop albums that no one knew that people were working on, you're like, oh. "Every time I die." Speaking of, just came out with two new singles this week. Oh, really? Yeah, just nice. out of nowhere. They're like, "Here you go, bitches." Nice, really yeah. good shit too. I know, like Eminem no, I, just did that too. He just dropped a couple mm-hmm. albums that no one knew he was even working on. So it's like, well, like it'll create its, it'll said. create its own hype. We know everything else is they're coming out. Well, normally all this shit comes out at. Comic-Con and all those other things. Yeah, Celebration. So if we had Celebration and Comic-Con and the D23 thing and all these things throughout the summer, they probably would have released like two things per event and they would have dripped it out. But we didn't have any of those, so they just kind of waited and they just slapped us in the face with a wet fish full of 12 Star Wars things. A wet fish full. There's always a bigger fish. Always a bigger fish. That's a good place to end this shit. Cool. Appreciate it, guys. Um, Subscribe to the show, listen to the commentary, buy our merch, and tell a friend. We did launch our merch. Well, the merch was there, but Good Day Galaxy merch is brand fucking new. Yeah. So for every uh, all you fans of the show, uh, we just launched Good Day Galaxy merch. 
Uh, where can they find it? RogueSquadronPodcast.com slash merch. That's it. So you can get it on a goddamn coffee mug or a hat or a shirt, condams, whatever you want it posted on. It's only 20 whoopee whoopee. 20. There's just three of those uh, gummy bear uh, that Terry's. That, uh, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Come on, calamari gummy bears. One plate of Beskar per apparel item. <laughs> Please. So, yeah. Uh, again, fanboy commentary. Uh, we are getting yeah. through the Mando stuff, which is fun, but you can always go back and watch the Batman, 90s Batman mm. stuff, which is 100% perfect, yeah. uh, and all the Star Wars stuff. So, Speaking of Batman, I was happy enough to be a guest on Revenge of the 90s to talk about Batman Returns, and mm-hmm. that'll be coming out here uh, this week, I believe, in preparation for Christmas, because we all know Batman Returns is certainly a Christmas film. Yeah. So look out for that and subscribe to their show in the meantime. Good shit. Good shit, Maroki. And we'll see you next week for the finale of The Mandalorian, season two. The end of the days. Bye, everybody.